Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I read the readings and I see so, so, so clearly how nations, America and every country out there, need to run to God. We are in a fight right now between heaven and hell. We can see Satan. I went off on a rampage yesterday because I see it so clearly. And we as Christians need to do our best to be a witness, to introduce God, to help people see the evil that we've been lied to, to believe. And I'm speaking from experience. I have believed all of them. For 40-something, 45 years of my life, I believed everything that the world said would quote-unquote make me happy. I sought after pleasure, drugs and alcohol, pornography, self-gratification. Back before, some of you may have been shocked, I was cheating on my husband. It was just all about me. If it felt good, do it. And that is what Satan is doing in the world. Having us go off on feelings and we as strong Christians know that love is God. God is love. Not love is love. Not when I do this or when I change my sex or when I find that spouse or when I lose that weight or when I get that job, then I'll find happiness and I'll love myself. I mean, love is God. And the closer we get to God, meaning the more that we read his word, the more the word will read us. And today was no different. No different. And I think God is trying to shout to us in the readings. There's a specific reason we have these readings in the Catholic Church for such a time as this. What readings, you ask? (laughs) Well, let's go see. Okay, Jeremiah 7, 23 through 28. Thus says the Lord, this is what I command my people. Listen to my voice, then I will be your God, and you shall be my people. Walk in all the ways that I command you, so that you may prosper. But they obeyed not, 
nor did they pay heed. They walked in the hardness of their evil hearts and turned their backs, not their faces, to me. From the day that your fathers left the land of Egypt, even to this day, I have sent you untiringly, all my servants, the prophets. Yet they have not obeyed me, nor paid heed. They have stiffened their necks and done worse than their fathers. When you speak all these words to them, they will not listen to you either. When you call to them, they will not answer you. Say to them, this is a nation that does not listen to the voice of the Lord. It's God. Or take correction. Faithfulness has disappeared. The word itself is banished from their speech. And when I think of this in terms of what's going on in the country that I live, which is America, that's exactly it. I had no clue what the word of God said. I never picked up a Bible. I didn't think I would understand it. It would be a bunch of these and thous. I never knew the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. But when you do, and you pick up that word, you can see and hear exactly what he wants to tell you. And right now he is saying, look, there's a lot of you out there that have turned away from me. And that means denying God. We have to think about the Holy Spirit. What is real evil? The one sin that isn't forgiven, which is casting out God's Holy Spirit within us. And that means inviting evil in. And so many people have been tricked and duped into things like witchcraft and satanic worshiping, and it's been going on for thousands and thousands of years. It's just not right in front of us. Why do you think there are people out there that hold black masses? Why do you think that stealing the blessed sacrament, the body, blood, soul, and divinity is real important to them so they can desecrate it. They don't like God, the true God, the God that keeps us pure, the God that challenges us to be loving and kind and supportive. They like their God, which perverts God's plan. And then they are gods. So let's go down to the gospel. Luke eleven fourteen through 23. Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute. And when the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke and the crowds were amazed. Some of them said, by the power of Beelzebul, the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Others, to test him, asked him for a sign from heaven. But he knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and house will fall against house. And if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that it is by Beelzebul that I drive out demons. If I then drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your own people drive them out? Therefore, 
they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, he takes away the armor on which he relied and distributes the spoils. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And so here you have Jesus in the New Testament speaking about Beelzebul, a prince of demons. There are many different spirits and evil spirits and demons out there that people worship and pray to and call on for powers, right? They call on that spirit. And in some cases, the Lord allows that person to receive those powers, if you will, or to live their life here in that way. And we, again, know the one true God because he has given us that beautiful gift of faith and we must share it. And we have got to share it in a way that actually explains that there is evil out there, that what we do has consequences on our soul. It wasn't until I was studying the teachings that I realized how many mortal sins I had on my soul and how often I needed to go to confession because I, I was struggling with changing. And then I called on God and I asked for the Holy Spirit to come into my heart in a big way to help me change. And slowly but surely, and in sometimes in miraculous ways, he came in spades. So let's today, in some way, bring God and Satan into the lives of people around us. I do it all the time with what's going on. With my husband, for example, I say that is evil. Look at how satanic that is. And I don't just say that. I say, why? Why is it satanic? Because it is destroying God's creation. And these kids, if they go castrate themselves, honestly, look in the book of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. God explicitly calls out men who sleep with other men like they would women, um, anal sex is in there. There's everything about, I mean, there's even stuff about transgenderism and men should not dress like women. Women should not dress like men. I mean, it's spelled out. That's why I go back to the word and how much is told to us that many of us don't ever really read. And I wonder why are those not being spoken at the pulpit. I mean, that whole thing of Leviticus is, I don't remember which, which it is. Maybe I'll look it up and I'll tell you to, uh, tomorrow. But all you have to do is just say, 
something like homosexuality in the Bible, and it will take you probably to Leviticus and probably to Deuteronomy, including transgender in the Bible. And it's really funny. I started doing some research and how creative evil is because you will find sites that say God supports homosexuality. And one, one person was the gay Christian. And I was like, wow, how creative evil is to twist the truth. And that is really what he does. He twists the truth. But we know, because we've been given this beautiful gift of faith, we believe in Jesus Christ as our Savior, we can feel in our souls what's right and what's wrong if we're paying attention and if we call on the Holy Spirit to come into our prayer. Show us the truth. So let's find a way to bring God and Satan into what's going on in the world with the people around us. Because it wasn't until I started getting physically attacked and I was being obsessed. I was going through oppression and I was going through obsession before I was speaking to those 160 priests. While I knew evil existed, I was never really concerned about evil. I was more focused on God. And I'm not saying we should be afraid, but we need to be aware and we need to be absolutely clear that this is a spiritual battle. And the more that we can show evil in our daily lives and in what's going on in the world with the people around us, it will help them determine that difference, just like I did yesterday. If you didn't hear yesterday's podcast, check it out, because I pretty much go there with the evil that is right in front of us and how so many of us are not speaking about it and not talking about it with our kids. I'm going to see them, hopefully, in a couple of weeks, and I want to have this conversation with them. I want to know what they think. What do you think about what's going on in the world? What do you think about this transhumanism? I mean, there are lots of steps that have gone forward in technology. And my kids play those video games, you know? I mean, I hope and pray that they never get that those Google Googles, <laughs> those goggles that go on their eyes, you know, and become, you know, some virtual world. I mean, this is God wants us to live in nature on his earth with people, real people in real situations. Let's not let these last two years Keep us in our houses, keep us online, keep us, you know, away from others. And I was guilty of it myself. I didn't want to see people because I didn't want to have conversations that were shallow. Because I was in a much different place than I figured many of my friends were. So could I go and have a 
dinner with friends that I couldn't have this kind of a conversation with? No, I couldn't. It was really difficult. But now I believe that God is telling me to speak about the world because we are in it and we're in it for a reason. We're not supposed to be in our little Christian Catholic bubble, which is what I was. We're supposed to know what's going on in the world, do research, especially now with the lies, 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 lies. We've got to find out the truth. And then we've got to share it. And we really do need to bring in evil and good, Satan and God, because it is that in our face. It's in our face. Okay. <sighs> Pray for courage. Share my last podcast. Sometimes it's just a matter of sharing what somebody else says or articulates if you can't find the words. It's okay to do that. We got to plant seeds, everyone. And today, with everything that's going on, we have to plant the grim reality seeds. The evil that's in the world and the fact that we are running to God because God is the powerful one, right? God's the one that has, that's the stronger one. The finger of God will destroy evil. There's no, no question about it. So the more that we pray and the more that we speak about it, we bring God into our families our spouses' lives, our relatives' lives, our neighbors' lives, our co-workers' lives. And we plant that seed and maybe that person thinks and the Holy Spirit moves into them. I'm pretty sure we don't have a lot of people in our lives that are actually purposefully worshiping Satan, but they might be inviting satanic spirits in by certain things that they do. Some people do Reiki. Some people do tarot card reading. And some people honestly do witchcraft. But maybe they don't do it for evil purposes. But they're calling on evil spirits and may not even know it. New Age stuff is all over the place. People are falling for it left and right. And we just need to speak up and find a way to show in the world what is good and what is evil, what is God and what is Satan. And I will share with you the conversations that I have. As I go along, maybe they'll help you. All right. Lord, Give me courage to speak truth so that I can not only be the disciple and evangelist that you called me to. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> not sure what that was. That I can be the evangelist and the disciple that you call me to be. And speak your truth, especially to the people that I love so much. 
Speaking of loving, I love you all. Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.